Sunday, July 28, 2019, 6 p.m. Hi, C. I drove until almost 1 a.m. last night, but I finally made it to my hotel in Albany. I did about two hours worth of lectures and then I had to stop. I wasn't concentrating well and I had to keep rewinding the video. It's also a hard subject that I've had trouble with before, secure transactions, so I gave myself some slack. I didn't really stop much or at all after updating you except for one quick stop for gas and a quick stop at a sex shop. I got toys. I unloaded all my stuff to what will be my home until at least Thursday. I took a shower and posted something asking to meet up with local people. I had a couple of replies but nothing really stuck. One ghosted me after seeing my pics and one wanted conversation but it went dry. Tried out my new toys and was pleased. It was different. I didn't really have the urge to look for a hookup after that. I'm not even sure I want the hookup in the first place. Maybe it was just me looking for validation from the wrong source, which was not within me. I didn't want to wake up at like 7.30 like I planned. I slept until 9am. I was hard on myself at first, then I realized that sleep is the kind thing to do. I was tired from driving and I slept at almost 3am local time. I went downstairs to have breakfast. I didn't feel as bothered over breakfast as the other days. I got my bike ready, geared up, left word with my hotel, and rode 8 miles into downtown Albany. I wanted to see where the venue was. It was so hilly and I had to stop right before this intimidating bridge and just prepared myself. It was funny because the bridge wasn't really that all bad. I got a little scared and didn't feel safe going through some of these desolate Albany streets. I luckily found a little strip of restaurants and had a quiet lunch by myself at a pizza place that had patio seating. I missed Casper because there were lots of dogs around. I decided not to brave the hills in the rough neighborhoods. It was getting too late too. I called an Uber back to the hotel. Luckily, my bike fit. I was happy I rode the Uber back and happy I didn't let my pride get in the way of my being safe. I showered and then transferred rooms. It was a large suite that had become available. I then did some grocery shopping so I could feed myself in the evenings while I'm here. I was texting with Buffalo Chick sporadically throughout the day. It's a little heavy. Her insecurities, mine. I feel like I'm playing with fire again and I can't deal with this right now. Kept it kind of lighthearted afterward. She told me just now that her bid on a house had just been accepted. I'm happy for her. I shared that I told myself that I'm not even going to try looking for a relationship until I know I can love and respect myself enough not to let the other person rule my life or abuse me. That I can be okay when something bad happens and I know the other person is accepting of my quirks. I'm always going to be a little insecure at best, and it's okay. I'm doing laundry and going to cook. I bought some Smirnoff ice and I'm drinking that. I tell myself it's an exercise in dealing with my not being okay with drinking and it's therapeutic. I actually had a thought that I was being impure and unkind to myself or something for drinking. I brushed it away. It's 4.5% 4 and it's nothing to freak out over. It's supposed to be relaxing. I'm going to read a little tonight and focus on being mentally and emotionally ready for the exam. Thank you, Z. I sent her a picture. I said, no cool selfie today and it's okay. 
Monday, July 29, 2019, 5.14 p.m. Hi, C. I was calm for the most part last night. I was having dinner in my room and drinking. A little later in the evening, I decided to hang out in the breakfast area to read or go on my laptop and catch up on emails, jobs, etc. I did that for a while, then I ended up talking to the front desk person for like two hours. It started when I was looking for some tea as they were out of the bags that I like. We then talked about how it's so hilly in Albany that Tampa, Florida, where she is a general manager of their hotel, is super flat. That she is also an atheist and likes that I'm concerned about the environment. She mentioned she is thinking of moving to Pearland. She doesn't like pizza. She moves around a lot and I told her I do too nowadays. We shared about how lonely it can get and a lot of other things. I joke she needs a Tamagotchi so she can have something to love. Her name is Tiara. I am questioning whether these fleeting interactions are a normal occurrence and whether I am meant to have a series of these wonderful but brief connections throughout my life without having someone constant in it. I said goodbye after her shift ended and I went back to my room. She said she normally stays on property but she is from Albany so she stays with family. I was very tired and I felt a little anxious. I tried to calm myself down by playing with my toys again. It was good. I got a series of texts from my mother apologizing for her behavior, making a lot of statements about my aunt and my cousin, about hurtful things people say about me behind my back, and how my parents love me unconditionally, and how other people know of my plans and she doesn't. I replied to her a bit, but I didn't want to engage further in her stream of negativity. Sometime later that night, my sister texted she owed me an apology because she believed something my mom told her. Half-truths about me that clouded her opinion of me. I didn't reply. I don't need this right now, and honestly, I'm a little tired of people judging me. I feel like there's no one I can trust in my family. Valley Girl texted, saying her other friend that she likes is not over her ex. I was rational, answered her questions, and eventually disengaged. I dreamt about E. She was married to the burly man she's with now, but she was asking for me back. I didn't say yes or no. I remember feeling very apprehensive about the situation, like I should leave. I commended myself for not taking the bait. I woke up, but I didn't want to get up. My eyes were closed, but I was awake. I didn't want to face the day. It then occurred to me that I might miss breakfast, and that made me get up. I had a good breakfast. The waffle maker was broken, so I just took my food into my room. I felt off while having breakfast. I fired up a romantic comedy, Fifty First Dates, because I believed it'll calm me. I watched part of it before I got up and cleaned a bit in the room. There's a pain in my heart and mind that is not really going away. I played with my toys again and took a shower. My friend from Irving called to catch up. I haven't heard from her much since I popped by when my brother's family visit Fort Worth visited Fort Worth with my sister early this year. It was good and she wished me luck. She invited invited me to crash at her place for a while if I come back down south and gave me ideas on where to get a job. She also went to law school and didn't pass the bar. I got ready and left to scope out the testing venue. 
I got lost on the way back and what should have been a five mile drive ended up with me on the freeway to Montreal slash Buffalo and 25 miles. I got all my stuff ready for tomorrow. I'm reading some final quick notes now and then I'll have dinner in my room. I know I look externally chill but my mind keeps thinking about different things. I thought about therapy and how I'm uncomfortable and in need of it but then if I am holding off because my therapist is on vacation and I would rather be uncomfortable than be a burden then maybe I'm not as uncomfortable as I think. It's very twisty. I don't feel like puking but I may cry at some point tonight. Not having a plan for after Thursday is weighing on my mind but I am holding it off until right after the exam. I feel like I'm chill, sometimes too chill, that it becomes complacency. I appreciate the beauty and grandeur of my surroundings, circumstances, and life in general, but something about being in perpetual stop-and-smell-the-flowers mode doesn't sit right because I have no concrete direction. Thank you, C. Let's please plan on talking as soon as is practicable for you. Tuesday, July 30, 2019, 1.05 p.m. I said, lunch break on day one. I have some chill left. Mostly I'm okay, but also I want to cry. I didn't. No time, and I didn't really want to. And I had the pukey emoji, the frustrated emoji, the other emojis, the nerd one, and the worried one. She replied around 4.21 p.m. You are, you are doing great. Keep on enjoying your adventure. Touch base when you are done. 5.48 p.m. Hi. I'm writing this in the car after I got out of the exam. I decided that until I can hone my self-suiting skills further, I will reach for my therapist and thoughts of therapy instead of reaching for validation from people and from things. I had dinner in my room just as the live band started playing in the breakfast area for the socializing event the hotel has in the evenings. The mechanical nature of cooking and eating was a comfort. I savored my food. I went back to the breakfast area and was kind of thankful the band had just about stopped playing. I read my notes around until around 9.30 when I was still feel, feeling sleepy. I got up and somehow got into a conversation with a cocktail server lady. She told me about how there was a shark attack in California and how she works with abused children in their cases during the day. She was pleasant. I saw Tiara glancing repeatedly at us and smiling at me as she was walking around doing her work. She tried to engage me in conversation earlier, but it was a busy night. I popped over to say goodnight, and we talked a little bit more. It could have gone on and on, but I eventually said I'm going to bed. She told me her schedule for the week, and she said she's not doing anything Thursdays yet. I told her to just text or call me and pull up my number from my file. She didn't text. Ha. I went back to my room. I noted earlier when I was studying that I didn't want to be alone in my room. I noted my being uncomfortable in being alone. I tried to center myself and see the reality that I am actually quite comfortable being alone. I sometimes savor it and would long for isolation when I'm with others. Maybe that's why I let conversations happen when they do. I did some last meeting re minute reading and decided to go to bed at midnight. I did some yoga again and focused on my breathing. I played with myself to make sure to get rid of any lingering pent-up feeling that may still be there. It was the third time in a span of 12 hours, so I was uh, briefly concerned, but uh, screw it. I woke up at 5.30 before my alarm. 
I told myself I have at least another hour and fell right back to a light sleep. I bolted up from the bed as soon as the alarm went off and got dressed for breakfast. I really didn't want to eat, but I knew I had to. I savored the food, looked at the trees outside the window, and wondered if I wanted to stay in a place with 100,000 people and lots of deer. Possibly bears. I pushed the thought aside and wondered if I had had enough to eat. I'm not sure I took my medicine this morning. I might have forgotten to take it. I then got ready to leave. I remembered what you said about riding my bike before the exam. I took my bike for a quick spin up and down the road and into the parking lot. It did feel good just holding my bike and breathing. I drove over to the venue. I went into the wrong parking garage, but I quickly found the right one. I was way, way early, so I gave myself lots of time to just be. I walked up to the convention center and scoped out the place. I put my stuff down and went to the bathroom. I stretched. I meditated in my seat. I was feeling good because the morning session is my favorite, the one where they give you a bunch of info about the case and you build it using the files provided. And I knew I did well on that. Enough to pass, I don't know yet. I finished just right on time, and I applauded myself for my time management skills. I bought lunch from one of the vendors. It was risky because of the time constraint. I had plenty of time, though. I went to the truck and ate my lunch there. I didn't allow myself to feel sorry or break down because I can't afford it in the middle of all this. I didn't really want to, but I feel like I might at some point. But like my thought that I might cry last night, I didn't. I texted you. Then there was a text from Buffalo Chick asking me to let her know how it goes. She texted me good luck this morning and yesterday. I didn't reply to the latest text. I read a little bit of the last minute materials I had. I'm happy I did because some of it appeared in the afternoon session. I was dreading the afternoon. It was the essay part. I felt like I knew more and did marginally better on some questions, but there was still that thing where I couldn't recall the things I needed to enumerate, and I couldn't find the right wording. I am not confident with it at all, and it never really was. I've planned on letting my morning session and multiple choice performance make up for my shortcomings in the essay part. I felt so glad and relieved each time I finished a question. There were six essays in the afternoon, and when 5 p.m. hit, I was elated that it was over. I knew I was slipping, though. I had thoughts of where I live, what jobs I'll apply to, how I don't really want to talk to most people in my family, and thoughts of buffalo chick entering my head towards the end. I noticed I was too concerned with what she would think of if I did end up in Buffalo, or whether she told her girlfriend that she still talks to me, albeit as a friend. I brushed it aside and thought of therapy. I then made plans in my head as to what I will do with my evening. I think I'm going to grab some dinner outside instead of cooking in the hotel. Then if there's still some light, I will go on a bike ride again. I don't know. I feel like I am constantly on the verge of a freaking out and losing my control bit and that I have to keep policing and consoling myself. I'm so thankful for and to you, see. I'll try to be better about things. Wednesday, July 31, 2019, 1.13 p.m. Lunch break. I wasn't cool this morning. I kept thinking about Casper and where to live and cutting off from my family and friends. I can, get back, I can get back in what I'm doing, though, and luckily I had time to spare for my mind wandering and inadvertent doodling. 
She texted back my therapist around 3.15. She said, I hope you were able to turn things around and have a successful session. And I said at 4.48 p.m., I said, you know I did with a smiley. I still doodled and I teared up a little about my dad and Casper, but I felt pretty good with the questions. So glad I'm dead. I'm done. She asked me, why about your dad? I said, oh, he's been away for three months and I only saw him for 36 hours before I left. He texts that he misses me and he loves me. I think he's worried about me. And then I texted her the update. Hi, C. Last night I spent the evening riding my bike up and down some hills near here. When I came back, Tiara was leaving the parking lot. She and I spoke for a while. I had dinner at the breakfast area. I got lost last night again going home to the hotel, so I was late. I think I may have eaten too much because my stomach was hurting immediately and I puked into the sink. I spent the rest of the night relaxing and trying to stay calm. I went to bed early but just ended up applying for a ton of jobs in the Albany, Rochester, Buffalo area. I slept at midnight. I dreamt I was with my friend G from high school, but it wasn't her physically. It was a blonde woman. She went with me to the bathroom stall. She watched me while I peed and openly checked out my naked butt while I pulled up my pants. She told me we were just friends. I washed my hands and we listened to music. I left her and went to the dance floor. There was a woman with an oversized red leather jacket. I told her it looked cool. She immediately started taking it off to give to me. My friend came over and attacked the girl out of jealousy. I told her we need to have a conversation about us and she agreed. We were driving somewhere and there were a lot of road closures. I woke up at 5.30 again and then slept a little bit more. I got up before my alarm and had breakfast. Tiara was there and we chatted a bit and she wished me luck. I left for the exam. I was way too early. I did yoga in a quiet place, meditated for at least 10 minutes, and just let everything happen. I was going along at the good questions, then I had thoughts about other things outside of the exam. My family, Casper, what I'll do after, how my life with I seems so far away now. I was able to bring myself back when it happens, but the delays and the ruminations cost about 20 minutes. Lunch was a little frustrating as I got stuck in a line for food I wasn't sure I wanted to eat anyway. I went back to my car and I ate a couple of bites then I couldn't. Then I saw missed calls and voicemails. There were a couple of jobs that followed up. One actually gave me an offer today. It's in Buffalo. I cast the thought aside and went back to the room so I could prepare myself again for the afternoon. I felt myself getting happier. I did better in the questions, but I still had moments when my mind would wander. I finished with about 20 minutes to spare. On my way home, I called the recruiter and he gave me an offer. The job will start in two weeks near Buffalo and it's a six-month contract. Seems like a good opportunity. I knew a job would happen, but I didn't think it would happen this quickly. More adulting logistics. I have a great need to ride my bike and mull things over right now. Need to do a lot of research about living arrangements too. I'm intimidated by the average snowfall in Buffalo. I do like the distance away from my parents though and the chance to survive on my own in the wild. I still have no idea what I'm doing and I'm getting homesick. I miss Casper and I kind of want tacos. So much for my plans for a quiet night and catching up on my journal. Thank you, C. Thursday, August 1st, 5.50pm. Hi, 
Yesterday, I went back to the hotel and rode my bike around the area a bit. Found a way without a lot of aggressive hills. I felt like I needed to decompress. I felt wound up. I kind of still do. I started to return some emails and then listen to the band here and there. I felt hungry and I didn't want to order in, so I went into town again to eat at this Thai place. I got a little lost, but I found it. It was good. On the way, R told me that she is moving to Hong Kong probably over the weekend for a job. It kind of bummed me out. I quietly ate my food. My service name was Rebecca, and we got to talking a little about the bar and about how I'm looking for a place to land. She said that if I needed anything or any help looking for a place, I should call her as she knows people. It means the world to be shown such genuine kindnesses. kindness. I walked around downtown Albany for a bit, thinking about my life and what I'm doing or not doing with it. I don't really know where I'm going, but I feel like I have a general idea. I can't see the big picture just yet, though. Walking around downtown felt good. Hilly and tiring, but good. A little lonely, but I was having just, just, I was having fun just observing the sights and the buildings. The curb is made out of granite, and it fascinated me. I went back to my hotel and got into a conversation with a man in the gym. He showed me some motivational videos he liked and spoke to me about life and work and being grateful. I thanked him and told him I'll connect with him on LinkedIn once I updated my profile. I applied to more jobs. Valley Girl texted me how, asking how the exam went. It came up that I was an atheist and she told me she could never date an atheist. Kind of weird. I thought we were just friends. Buffalo Chick also texted sporadically. I was feeling a little afraid of Buffalo because of the history, but I've told myself the decision where to go I will not be influenced by where any woman is but what like. I was looking at apartments and places to live, and I felt a little happy. A little homesick, too. I knew this is a grand adventure, but it's terrifying as well. I turned off all my alarms, drew the curtains, and slept. I woke up at 6.30 anyway. I texted a little bit with my brother and then went out to have breakfast. I had a nice, leisurely breakfast and did a crossword while eating. I went back to my room and FaceTimed with my dad and Casper. They're okay, but my dad is asking why I can't find somewhere closer so I can live with them. My mom, too. I spoke with a recruiter. I played with myself and took a shower. I did my laundry, applied to even more jobs. Talked to the recruiter's manager again about the job at Buffalo. I spent most of the afternoon just applying for jobs. I felt burnt out. I spoke to my friend N in California, and it's always good. He lifts me up. I still felt burnt out, so I left to go to a Best Buy. I felt like I needed to be around some technology. I'm going to see about that podcast I've been wanting to do. My mom gave my number to some of her relatives in town who I have never met. It's nice, but felt like a violation. Before I could decide whether to see them or not, the relative called me. We're to have dinner later tonight. It's a nice thought to have family around, even though I've never met them and only have a vague idea of who they are. I miss Houston. I don't have a home. I'm technically not homeless, but I feel like a drifter. One who is living on hotels for now while she gets her life settled and finds a job, but a drifter nonetheless. Everyone I talk to says it's exciting and wonderful, and it is. The other side of it is that there are so many unknowns. 
there's freedom in this enormous freedom it's amazing really i hope and ideally try to make sure that everything will be all right i tell myself it doesn't look like i have a plan but in reality i do just to be just have to be brave and persistent enough to go through with all this i still miss houston i have a strange craving for tacos I have half a mind to just head over to see Mount Rushmore and then Glacier Lake in Montana. My mind is clearly not still just yet. I have moments of it, but I'm still not chill. Thank you, see. Friday, August 2nd, 8.07 a.m. My therapist texts me. Any plans for today? Where are you looking for apartments? How did dinner with family go? And I said, good morning. I checked apartments in Albany, Denver, Austin, Charlotte, North Carolina and Buffalo. Going to check out Saratoga Springs living situation, but it looks expensive. Dinner went really well. I apparently have three aunts who are cousins of my mom. Two of them haven't seen me since I was like four. Great conversation. was very fun. I had the best time, and I'm glad my mom connected us. I'm planning on moving hotels, somewhere close, without a kitchen, but cheaper. Then I made plans to meet up with the youngest aunt to go around Saratoga Springs and Lake George in the afternoon. It's a business day, so I'm making myself available for phone interviews too, if ever. Friday, August 2nd, 2019, 9.13 p.m. Hi, C. Last night, I got ready for dinner and drove to the Korean restaurant where they asked me to meet them. I didn't know what to expect. My mom's cousin-in-law saw me and immediately hugged me. She was so warm and welcoming and it felt so good. My mom is neither warm nor welcoming with me. I met her new husband for the first time. We spoke at length about her life, about my life, where my cousins are, what I'm doing, and where I'm going. My other aunts got lost on their way from church, so we didn't get to talk much before the restaurant closed. I was really happy to spend time with them, and they were asking if maybe I would consider staying longer. I told them I would love to, but I'm expecting to be interviewed next week in Buffalo. We all parted ways with many hugs. I got home around 10 after I stopped to get gas. I considered the chances of being set upon by robbers getting gas that late. It seemed safe. I played around with my laptop and new microphone and kind of chatted with my cryptocurrency friends. I still have not responded to my sister after her long apology from early this week. I haven't responded to my cousin either when she asked how Albany is or when she sent me a video of my niece saying my name. My friend, Thee, I haven't replied to. I just didn't want to deal, and with Thee, I couldn't begin to tell her how I am. I did tell her before that I'll take the exam again. I feel embarrassed now. She told me before that dropping everything and going with I to the Philippines last year with 24 hours notice was highly irresponsible. I'll see about replying to people later. R asked if she could call. We video chatted. It was her last night in Houston and I was happy we spent an hour talking. I was so sleepy already though, so we said goodnight around midnight. It feels good to talk to her. It's like she knows how to console and validate me. She's a preschool teacher. I kind of felt like a child that she handles, but it's good. She says I have childlike, but not childish qualities and that buffalo chick was a walking red flag. I slept immediately, woke up at two, thinking it's day, and I made myself go to sleep again. I woke up and it feels like a Tuesday. 
Buffalo chick did a turn on words with friends. I'm not sure who texted first, but I think she did. I spent 30 minutes texting her. I told her I might be too open and I needed to work on my resting bitch face. She told me she doesn't think I have one in the first place. Not quite sure if it's a bad thing or good, but she said it's a compliment. I went to breakfast. Tiara was all chipper as hospitality people are. She got all fake sad when I couldn't articulate how, was, how I was feeling that morning to her. It's a weird American thing. They ask you how do you are to be polite and not really to ask you how you are. I was tired after the breakfast spread. It was the same thing every day. I ate something different while doing the crossword. I checked my email, applied to a few more jobs. I couldn't really eat. It wasn't a very leisurely breakfast. I thought about Buffalo Chick more than usual today. Before we stopped texting, I foolishly asked her what she's doing today because I thought I could be neutral. She said she is on her way to spend the day with her girlfriend. It didn't break my heart, but it made me feel uncomfortable. I said it serves me right for asking, hey, hey. She said sorry and said there's absolutely no reason to be sorry for I mean, that's what I said. I went back to my room to start packing. I made arrangements with my young 41-year-old aunt to meet today and I was to pick her up around one. Loading everything was a pain. I said goodbye to Tiara. She made a comment about leaving out and I asked if I certain if a, if a certain hand gesture was correct. She said yes, but especially with those shades. I usually take my shades off when talking to people, but it was bright out. I checked in to the hotel just down the street, put down my things and left for Saratoga Springs. I have way too many things inside the room and I was frustrated with myself because of it. I realized I couldn't and didn't really want to leave them all inside the truck, so it's okay. My aunt and I went over to Lake George. I was told it was beautiful there and my young aunt and I agreed to go. We went to Lake George and had a blast. We just talked all, walked all around and took in the scenery. The little village was cute too. We shared stories of my grandmother, my grandmother who was her aunt, and things, and, and things that happened through the years to their family. They were incredibly rich before. Like they carried around suitcases of cash kind of rich but have fallen on hard times. We took a lot of pictures. Mostly I took pics of her and she took pics of us or me. I was happy to oblige. I said I'll get a slice of pizza. It was so good. Not sure if it's a placebo effect, but all pizza I've had in New York over the years has been incredible. We went to a park near their house. We hiked a bit and discovered some springs. There was a geyser too. There was a kind of wide stream where I had to step on rocks to get to the geyser. I was a little scared, happy I did it. I was so proud of myself. I told internally that if I fall, I'll fall. I have clothes in the car, should I get wet, and probably the worst I'll get is a sprain. I didn't get hurt and I didn't get wet. We went to her favorite Chinese takeout place for dinner and it was good. I told her about my life and past relationships, and she told me about hers. She's never had a boyfriend, she claims. Too busy thinking about her parents and everybody else. I felt a little lucky that I don't really have to look after anyone. We parted ways and I drove an hour south back to Albany. It was a beautiful sunset. I have noticed that there are times in my life when thinking about nightfall made me a little anxious. 
I don't know if it's because it's the end of to another day or that I don't know exactly what I'll be doing tomorrow or where I'll be, but I drive the thought away by thinking that I have a safe place to sleep. I will have safe and comfortable spaces to sleep for at least a month and everything will be okay. A recruiter spoke to me at length about a position in DC, but nothing solid. He said to expect more activity next week. The other recruiter told me that I should hear back about the interview in Buffalo Tuesday at the latest. It works out because my young aunt invited me to go to the Canada side of Niagara Falls with them Monday or Sunday. I told them I'll just meet them there so I don't have to come back to the capital region area. I'll probably see them there. I haven't formed solid plans for tomorrow yet. I'm not even sure what I'm doing tonight. I have thought of driving east to Vermont and Massachusetts and catching Geocacher 3 there, but I'm not sure about where to sleep yet. Maybe here again. I'm not sure. Not even sure I should do that. There's now this thing with me that there is this constant something that I should be doing, but not sure. I feel unsettled, but I want to also want to spend the day writing on my journal. Life goes on after the bar. It was just another hurdle. And I haven't forgotten homework. Thank you, C. I sent her some pictures. And I told her that I didn't slip and fall into the stream. Saturday, August 3, 2019, 4.12 p.m. Hi, C. A little after I got back to the hotel and writing the update, I got a notification from Tinder that I matched with someone. I didn't even know I swiped on him, but I must have at some point. She was cute and I asked her out for coffee or drinks after I take a shower to get the exploring dust off my person. She said yes. I realized a little after that she is actually trans because there was a description saying she has the gene more common to our male brethren. And I confused and it confused me at first. It's a whole chromosome, not simply a gene. I know why she did it, but the deception kind of turned me off and I told her I realized I was tired after the shower. So bad, but I also got turned off by not knowing what the difference is between a gene versus a chromosome. Not sure I can handle it. Not sure what I was even thinking wanting to hang out and talk about life. I just chickened out. I stayed in and fiddled with my phone until I fell asleep. I woke up around 7 a.m. I stayed in bed trying to figure out what I'll do until 8.30 a.m. I was responding a little to people and applying for jobs on my phone. And then I had the idea that I will bike the trails leading to Niagara Falls and cross over to Canada like I've been wanting to do since last year. That and the thought of breakfast got me out of bed in my dark room. I ate my breakfast quietly and I was glad I had an appetite. I didn't mind that there were much more people here than my other hotel. I quietly ate my waffles and observed people. This is the fourth hotel I've stayed at since I left Houston more than a week ago. I spent some time plotting out a cycling route on my laptop. I finally texted my friend Dee and apologized for not getting back to her. I said I just didn't feel like talking to people just yet. I told her I'm feeling a little scared. She told me that I would be insane if I didn't feel scared and that she is there for me. My friend G from Canada told me it was great to hear my calm and comforting voice. She is going through a divorce and I sent her a voice message. I wish I could be more calm and comforting for myself. I decided to go to a local bike shop. I needed to purchase cleat covers for my cycling.